In this 11th podcast, we're going to continue with bonding between atoms. In the last podcast, number 10, we looked at ionic bonding, where atoms give or receive electrons, resulting in the atoms becoming ions and becoming charged. And when they gain these opposite charges, they stick together to produce ionic solids uh, like sodium chloride. Now these bonds tend to be very strong and as a result ionic uh, compounds are often solids. So the second bonding technique we're looking at is covalent bonding. And covalent bonding is slightly different. The goal is the same. The atoms desire full outer or valence orbitals. In ionic bonding they give or receive electrons to achieve this but in covalent bonding they tend to share electrons to achieve this. So the electrons are not given outright forming individual ions, the electrons are shared giving the atoms the sensation if you like that they have full outer orbitals. The name covalent indicates that um, there's a necessity for two valences or the outer orbitals of two atoms needed to achieve this bond. Now let's take a look at an example. So water is a very common substance, very well-known substance and most people know that the uh, chemical formula for water is H2O. H2O, I'll just write that down up here. H2O. Now that's telling us that water has two hydrogens and one oxygen. Two hydrogens and one oxygen. And the, the bond holding these three atoms together is, uh, is covalent bonding. Actually, two covalent bonds. Because we have an oxygen and that is stuck to uh, two hydrogens. So let's see how that looks. So there's my oxygen and there's my two hydrogens. And these are the valence orbitals, the outer orbitals or valence orbitals here. I haven't drawn the particles in the nucleus because I'm not interested. I haven't actually drawn in terms of oxygen the first orbital which contains two electrons because that is not involved in the bonding. It's just the valence orbital, the outer orbital which is involved in the bonding. So, this hydrogen bonds with the oxygen and it shares its electron. Let's rotate that around there and slide that in place there. It shares its electron with the uh, oxygen. This hydrogen also does a similar thing. So I'm going to rotate that around so we can slide that into place like that. So you can see now that the electron orbitals, the valence orbitals are overlapping and if you look at now the oxygen's valence orbital, if we count through we now have eight electrons which is a full valence orbital for oxygen because its outermost orbital is contains or can contain eight electrons. The hydrogen only has one orbital initially had one electron but now it's sharing with oxygen, so each hydrogen appears to have two electrons in its valence orbital. So full 
orbitals, full valence orbitals for all. So this is a molecule of uh, water. Molecule, we use that term for a covalently bonded compound like this. Molecule of water. And this molecule of water will stick to other molecules of water um, for various reasons. And the bond between different molecules of water, between this molecule and another, is not so strong. Um, as a result, this compound at room temperature is not a solid, it's a liquid. As you know, water is liquid at room temperature. And many other covalent compounds, such as carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, are also um, not strongly bonded. Each molecule is not strongly bonded uh, to the next. In fact, with carbon dioxide, the bonds between the molecules are so weak that it's a gas at room temperature. Let's take a look at some more. So here's uh, oxygen. Now oxygen, pure oxygen gas in the air we breathe is uh, O2. Oxygen, pure oxygen is never found by itself. It always teams up with another oxygen atom to form uh, a, what we might call a diatomic molecule. So it has two atoms of oxygen. Now we can see from these diagrams here, in this diagram, why that happens. Now oxygen is in group six over here. So we know that being in group six, it has two spaces in its valence orbital two spaces in its valence orbital and there we can see six and six now if two oxygens get together like this I'm just going to rearrange these two a little just move that around there move that around a little further we can see if they get together and their valence orbitals overlap, they can achieve full orbitals by sharing. Now in this case, they're sharing two electrons with each other. This atom is sharing two electrons with this and vice versa. But we can count through eight in this valence orbital and eight in this valence orbital. Now because they're sharing two electrons each, we would call this a double bond. So here we have bond one down here bond one, these electrons here overlapping, forming bond one, and this could be bond two up here, these two electrons here forming bond two. Now let's consider hydrogen. Now hydrogen does the same thing as oxygen. You don't find hydrogen gas as individual atoms. It, they form molecules of two hydrogen atoms. So pause the video and try this one yourself. Write down, uh, in the same way as I've done, little pictures for hydrogen and uh, overlap them and see what you get. Okay, so check your diagram with, with this. So there's my two hydrogens. In the valence orbital, we have one electron, and that's it. A full valence orbital for hydrogen would only be two electrons easily achieved by overlapping those valence orbitals. Slide this one over and there we are. So that's one bond in this case. This is only one bond.
but you can see that the valence orbitals for both atoms appear to have two electrons and they're both quite happy. So that's hydrogen gas. Now how about carbon dioxide? Carbon dioxide, pretty well known gas, CO2, one carbon, two oxygens. So here they are, one carbon. Carbon is in group four. Let's just check that out. Carbon is here in group four. So element number six, two electrons in the first orbital, four electrons in its valence orbital. So there we are, four electrons in the valence orbital there. And we have our two oxygens down there. Carbon dioxide. Now, what's going to happen here? Let's have a look. So this oxygen needs two more. This oxygen needs two more. And carbon needs four more. So again, these orbitals, these valence orbitals, are going to overlap. Twist that round a bit and see if we can achieve that there. And here, we're going to have to twist that round a bit more. A little more. Something like that. So now we can see this oxygen has eight, this oxygen has eight, and carbon, due to the sharing, also has eight. And here we can see we have a double bond between the carbon and the oxygen, a double bond between the carbon and the oxygen. Bond 1 and bond 2 on both sides. This would also be bond 1 here and this would also be bond 2 over there. And a final example, uh, methane, flammable gas produced when organic materials decompose and that is CH4, 1 carbon and 4 hydrogens and we can see them all arranged nicely here. Um, should be clear that each hydrogen requires an extra electron to share with and the carbon needs an extra four because its valence orbital uh, for, for fullness requires eight. So I'm just going to take these in. going to need to rotate this one round before I take it in. There we go. Also, rotate this one there and rotate this one round. So now we can see everyone's happy. Each hydrogen has two and the carbon has eight. So this methane molecule here is forming bonds between the carbon and the hydrogen and they're single bonds. One pair of electrons is a single bond. Compare that again with carbon dioxide, two pairs of electrons between each atom, two pairs of electrons, a double bond. So that's the basics of covalent bonding.